Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast, hosted by Shalinda Kirby, a cervical cancer survivor, and Natalie Supes, a Crohn's warrior since 2007. Our goal is to give you proof that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. You can also follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us to the Sick and Successful podcast. We love having you here. Hope you've been having, you know, some good time at home, I guess, if you've been working from home and if you are slowly reintegrating back into society. I'm sure you're pretty excited about that as well. I don't know, Natalie, how are you doing these days? I'm doing pretty good, I guess. I mean, it's it's weird with everything going on and being pregnant and watching people just forget of everything that happened the last couple months, but I'm, I'm okay. How about you? It is weird though, right? Cause as mo- like we're in Manitoba, which one of the provinces that have been doing quite well with our numbers due to COVID and stuff like that. So we're starting to see uh reopening and, and uh, like a sense of normalcy, but you're right. A lot of people just treating it like the last two, three months were like, whoops, you know, nothing happened. Uh, we can just continue on with our with our daily lives and not realize that there are people who are high risk for what's happening as well. I know there's like people having house parties and outdoor parties. And I'm just like, I, I don't know where to fall. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to. ah. <laughs> Especially for, you know, the chronic illness community. It can be mm-hmm. it can be very scary because. Uh, the people that are healthy take their health for granted until something like, and I know this from experience because I will never forget the feeling of when I found out that I had cancer and how I, I knew for a fact that I took my health for granted up until that exact moment. Yeah, I guess I was diagnosed pretty early, so I never really had that. I mean, I feel like I was, I've been sick my whole adult life, so I don't think I ever took my health for granted. I'm sure I did when I was younger, but it, it's interesting to put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Today's yeah. podcast is kind of an interesting one. We wanted to talk about uh, what to not say to people with chronic illness, um, because I think we've all dealt with questions that maybe could have been worded differently or questions that make us feel uncomfortable uh, when we are dealing with a chronic illness. I mean, first of all, Thank you to the people that are trying to, you know, show sympathy to us when speaking to us and asking questions. But um, I think it's just more about uh, the awareness that we want to bring on this episode. And also how to deal with ignorance, right? Because a lot of us are ignorant in so many different ways and so many different things. And so those those people that come to us asking us how we're feeling or or whatever, giving us suggestions aren't coming from a bad place. It's just ignorance on on what we're going through, which is fine. But we need to number one, just educate the public on things not to say. (laughs) And number two, find a way in our hearts that we can answer without um, it, it causing anger and it causing grief, you know, to just talk about that. Yeah. The ignorance part is, is big because I think that we can all, I think we can all be better in, in all areas of our lives. And if we can just, you know, realize that somebody's experience, what they're dealing with, even though we might have something to relate to it, it doesn't exactly make it relatable to that person does that make sense yeah totally yeah totally and sometimes like the question that let's start with number one the question that's easiest to ask is how are you feeling and that's like 
you know, when anything happens in someone's life, right? You like you you really care. You want to know how they're feeling. But if you take a step back and you think about how often someone with a chronic illness gets asked that a day, mm-hmm. yeah, it's repetitive and it's it's a question that it's hard to answer. Like it's a question that honestly boiled my blood for years. <laughs> It's funny that you say that, though, because, Natalie, we've interviewed a few people on this podcast before that have also mentioned that. And it sticks out. Miranda, when we interviewed her, um, she had expressed to us that that's the question that she dreads the most every single day is when she gets asked how she's feeling. I'm even dreading it being pregnant. And it's just that's being honest. But I I know it comes from a good place. That's what makes it hard. Mm hmm. Because you're right. People are genuinely asking you, like, how are you doing? They want to know. But they're, yeah. I guess it's just the way that, like, you got to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. And then also being the person who's sick or for me when I had Crohn's for like I have Crohn's, obviously. But when I was in a flare for 12 years, my answer, if it was an honest answer, would be I'm horrible. I just threw up 15 times. I had diarrhea 17 times. I can hardly walk. I'm fatigued. I just fainted when I got up. I can't really eat and uh, my head hurts. How about you? And that's (laughs) the thing is like... (laughs) The people asking that question aren't expecting an answer like that, but that's what we want to say. And I felt the same way when I was dealing with my cervical cancer. Um, It's such an awkward thing to ask, too, when you're dealing with something like Uh. uh, that affects, like, you know, like you said, your Crohn's affects your digestive system and you know, for me, my, my, my vagina hurts. Yeah, my <laughs> vagina hurts. And then so you you say, OK, or I'm OK, I'm good. And then they're like, just OK. Well, uh. <laughs> yeah. Where do you begin? How much time do you have to listen to? You right. Know, and then I'm if feeling? I say I'm good, I feel like I'm absolutely lying. And I'm, I'm not a person who likes to lie at all. So it's like this. I don't know the answer. It's it's just something that continuously frustrates me. <laughs> so is there a better way to approach like genuinely wanting to know how somebody is feeling rather than just asking them how they are feeling when they maybe have a chronic like, illness? Maybe how was your day or how, something like how that? How's today for you? Like, I guess, you yeah. know, just like really focusing on like maybe the day. Or do you have any plans this weekend or like just don't ask about how they're feeling maybe yeah you know yeah maybe I just avoid that yeah and and ask something else because obviously we we appreciate and want to talk about it but like yeah another thing that uh people with chronic illness would like to avoid being um asked or commented on is saying this sentence and I feel we can all relate to this it will get better just be patient <laughs> I mean I'm sure everybody who says this is 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 you know truly meaning well but <laughs> or also um what what's that one I got all the time I hope you get better soon yeah that's another one yeah I hope you get better f- soon yeah it's kind of like it's, a on, it's on every card thing. that was sent to me when I found out that I was <laughs> that I had cancer get well soon yeah okay thanks like and especially like yeah cancer or chronic illness I'm I'm unfortunately I'm not getting better yeah. th- thankfully with cancer you do get better and you did. Yeah, I did. Um, thankfully, yes. But with Crohn's, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, unfortunately, this is the rest of my life. So thanks. <laughs> I feel like it's um, very passive aggressive, too. Like, it will get better. Just be patient. It's like not directly addressing the fact that this person is sharing that they have a chronic illness with you. And and you're just kind of like, oh, it'll be fine. 
And it, and it's again, like that ignorance, right? They're just hoping that you get better so that they don't have to deal with it or that they don't have to talk about it or be negative. And what do you even answer? <laughs> there is no answer to that. There is no response. I don't think. I, I'm pretty sure I would get a little snarky if that, that was said to me or I did. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that boils my blood and happens a lot in my DMs because I, I have a vocal chronic illness, um, social media on, on Crohn's disease, but is, have you tried XYZ MLM company, you know, acupuncture, paleo diet, magic moon, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> That's so true. And like, God bless my mom. I love my mom to death, but she is this person like 101. She is that person to be like, oh, I saw on Facebook that if you take <laughs> a spoonful of this and, uh, you know, you take you take this pill with a shot of apple cider vinegar, uh, boom, cancer gone. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know if it works like that. <laughs> but I think that it's just, you know, people are... Now, especially with access to the Internet and social media, everyone seems to think that they know, uh, you know, something that might work for someone who's dealing with a chronic illness because they've seen it or they've heard it from someone else and it worked for that person. And yeah. And again, I feel like there's a double double side to this, because when I first got diagnosed, my mom was that person, too. And she was like, try like cutting out milk and use this rice milk and use this coconut milk and these uh, Chinese herbs and this X, Y, Z. And my grandma's like that a lot, too. And then I was like, you guys are crazy. None of this will work. Now I'm a holistic nutrition coach. And a lot of those things do help. You know, they help. Um balance out your hormones. They help your body process vitamins better, blah, 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 blah. That being said, <laughs> please never tell someone that because I'm sure they've read it or tried it. And you saying that out of nowhere, just going to piss them off, to be honest. And everybody's bodies are different, right? Yeah. So what works for one person does not work for everybody. It's not one shoe fits all, you know? Exactly. And a lot of people joke about crystals, like, I don't know, magic moon crystals or whatever. I believe, like, I crystals have helped me a lot. I absolutely freaking love them. But if someone if someone was to say, like, hey, Natalie, have you tried this uh, clear quartz crystal? It heals Crohn's. No, it doesn't. It can help with your energy. It can help your mindset, but nothing is going to heal a chronic illness. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to put yeah. it. You might have like, you know, things that help alleviate the symptoms that you can suggest, but yeah. you're not going to cure anyone's chronic illness. And, and only suggest it if that's your place. Like if that came from you, Shalinda, or if it came from my parents or whatever, mm. like they have the place they know, but as like... I don't know, someone I've talked to for the first time, please stay out of my DMs. Like, don't tell me that your, your new protein shake from your MLM company that's designed to blah, 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 blah is going to cure Crohn's. I will block and delete you so quick. Mm -hmm. Or or I'll get snappy if it's one of those days because I do do, do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, we've all been there. I've definitely been there. Especially when you've reached, where you're having a bad day or you're having a bad week or be a bad month for God's sakes. And, and it just takes that one question or comment to just push you over the edge. 
And a lot of the times those people are very pushy. So like what I've done in the past, and I try never to be rude, but when I have someone pushing an MLM in my DMs, I will literally say, you know, this is the opposite way to gain a customer or gain a client. I will never share about your products. If you wanted me to learn about them, this is how you should go about it. But just telling me it's going to cure my disease that's not curable is not a great way to start this conversation. Have a great day. Bye. Block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Natalie, this is why I love you so much. <laughs> oh, I just, I, I'm thinking back to this one woman who literally went on and on and on and on. And I just, I don't know, I was having a day. So I just fed into it. And like, I just can't believe that some people have the audacity, honestly, to, to, to prey on people who have chronic illnesses and then continue when they're shot down. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How about this one, Natalie? You don't look sick to me. <laughs> That's the thing with invisible illness, right? Yeah. Yeah. I The big one for me that I just, I still don't even know how to answer this. And it comes up often when I'm, you know, meeting someone new and I express to them that I actually, it's usually when I talk about the podcast, it's always like, oh, what's your podcast about? And that is my whole like, oh, well, I had cancer. and <laughs> I have this podcast <laughs> called Sick and Successful, but what it's like to be sick and successful with my friend Natalie, who has Crohn's. And, and then from there, the conversation goes, oh, my gosh, you had cancer. You don't look like you had cancer. I had no idea you had cancer. And it's like, well, I'm telling you that I had cancer right this second. <laughs> so, like, I know that it's completely unbelievable because I don't look like somebody who is your stereotypical cancer patient. Yeah. But I just I hate that you don't look sick to me. I just I it makes me upset because no one knows the battles that people are dealing with you know what I mean and like this extends we we treat people with mental health slowly with this same respect the fact that you know mental illness doesn't have a physical um appearance a lot of the time so same totally. same with chronic illness you know not every chronic illness is one size fits all especially with the physical aspect of it and and a lot of people judge right like with a disability bathroom or um a disability parking spot there's people like I know, I know personally who have been honked at, who have letters written on their windows or who have been literally shamed in a bathroom for using a disability bathroom when maybe they had a colostomy bag that needed to be emptied or they had Crohn's disease and were about to have explosive diarrhea and needed that extra room. Like I know that I've used a disability bathroom before because I wouldn't have had the room or ability to clean up in a smaller stall, which is unfortunately the reality of some of illnesses, right? Like just because I didn't have a wheelchair and I didn't need that extra space physically, I guess, in, in the wheelchair doesn't mean that I didn't need that bathroom in that moment. Sometimes they have an extra sink and I needed to literally clean the toilet after I used it. Or, or I know of people who don't look like they can't walk to the door from the grocery store, but once they got in the door, they have to take a break because they are about to faint, but they, they're 20. Yeah, exactly. And you have someone leave a note like, so yeah, that honestly just breaks my heart. And I, I just wish, and, and for those of you that are listening that aren't chronically ill, don't judge a book by its covers. You have no idea what somebody is sick with unless they tell you. 
And that kind of leads to our last one is again, judging, but I wish I had time for X, Y, and Z. I wish I had time to take a nap. I wish I had time to take off work. I wish I could work from home. I wish I could, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've gone it so many times, but there are days like you can't get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need like the support that you need is not necessarily the comments that are being said, right? Yeah. Yeah. You need someone to be there or ask what, what I could do to help you or just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading online like what we could say, because like I've been asked before, what should we say right. to someone with a chronic illness? And like, the sentence, I hear you saying that things seem pretty hopeless right now, or it sounds like the pain is really bad today. How can I help? Kind of opens the door mm. more to like a supportive conversation than unsolicited advice. We should do a podcast on the top five things to say. Yeah, because now we've, we've done a podcast on what not to say. So yeah. we'll do an episode of what to say. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, because like obviously these are top five things that boil our blood if you can't tell. Um, and, and it's good to get them out there so that you know not to say them. But I, it is important to know what to say because I think like we've talked about in many episodes before, being someone who cares for someone who's chronically ill can feel very hopeless too. So we will help you guys there. <laughs> We got your backs. Don't you worry. That's coming up in a, in a new episode. Hopefully that you've subscribed to our podcast. Yes. And we know there are probably hundreds of other things to not say to someone who's chronically ill. So leave those in our Instagram post for this week's episode. Let us know what are other things that kind of get under your skin. What are other things you don't want people saying to you if you have a chronic illness? Follow us on Instagram at sick and successful underscore and leave us a review on iTunes. You know we need those. You know, if you're a part of our family, you can leave us a five-star five review and let us know you listen because that just makes everything so much better. Thanks so much for listening. If you like our show and want to know more, follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Join us next week for an all-new episode.